Hey, what up, guys? It's Julie Vance Week here, and on today's show, we got Stan Stano on the line. Stan, how are you doing today? What up, what up? I'm doing good. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Okay, so there's one question that I kind of want to get out the way. You're from the Ukraine. How in the world did you end up in Chi-Town? That's a good question. A lot of people don't really ask me about that, so I appreciate you asking me. Um, I was uh, I was born in Ukraine, and my family, uh, my family and I, so my mom, my dad, my sister and I, my grandma, we moved here in the 90s. We moved to Chicago. Um, it was a lot of reasons as to why we moved, but to keep, you know, to make it a uh, long story short, um, my, uh, my, my religious background is Jewish. I'm not really oh, wow. religious, but I definitely... You know what I mean? I definitely know and understand the struggle of where my people have been at. Right. Um, and in Ukraine, it's kind of it's kind of crazy because like there's a lot of anti-Semitic people even now um, and back then when I was growing up there. So a lot of crazy shit was going down. Um, I guess I would say you could kind of compare it to the the racial tensions in America. Right, you know right. what I mean? Um, and I feel like not to segue into that right away, but I feel like that's another reason why like hip-hop and urban music mm. in general kind of like vibe with me because there's just a connection automatically um, and yeah like it was crazy just trying to even get out to to the u.s i was really young but um we had like man i remember like the bus on the way to the airport was hijacked because they knew wow. about like the, the mafia knew when people were going to immigrate like and leave the country so they would have a list of everybody that was dipping mm-hmm. and they would essentially hijack your shit try to take all your money all your belongings and then send you send you on the way to the air, uh, airport with basically nothing wow. and um, that's kind of what happened to us luckily i think i think my mom said that one of our, one of my aunts or somebody had some like a little bit of money stashed somewhere where they they weren't able to find it but i, I remember them like dragging my dad outside of the bus and like it was just crazy so it was definitely um a blessing coming to america because i really don't know what my life would have been like in ukraine i know for a fact i would have had to go to the army and then being that i'm jewish mm-hmm. they like know they could tell like you know what i'm saying and it was mm-hmm. a small i grew up in a small town with like one supermarket one movie theater like everybody knows everybody so my mom always tells me that she's just so happy that that we that we ended up moving here because at least here you know what i mean obviously this, this is not a perfect country by any means right, but right. Um, it's a lot more freedom to practice, you know what I mean? Your religion or your whatever, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, and so I'm definitely like super grateful. It's been over 20 years since I've lived here. So, I mean, it's been, um, I've lived in Chicago pretty much my whole life. So I love Chicago and I don't know, like I said, I really don't know where I'd be if if I never came here. So God bless America for real. God bless America for sure. And a little quick fact, if most people don't know, if you didn't go to school, pay attention in history class, the ghettos were actually meant for the Jewish people. So those projects and everything. So I'd already know where that was going. I was actually going to be my next question for you too, by the way, did that actually. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No. So, so obviously being that you can relate so much to uh, the cultural tension here right now, that being, was that your escape making music and uh, making beats and singing and rapping? So, um, sort of, sort of. I mean, when I uh, when I was when I was growing up here, I started getting into like like before I was like thirteen or fourteen. So when I was like like ten, like nine, ten, eleven, like I was listening to. Like TLC, Mariah mm. Carey, oh, wow. Man, Michael Jackson, um, all that like good stuff. I didn't really listen to hip hop or rap until later on. Like I think I was in eighth grade. Mm. And somebody introduced me to like Pac and Big and Jay and Nas and everybody, and I just started listening. So um, 
not a lot of people know. I don't really put it out there like that because it's kind of private. But my dad passed away when I was 12. So, oh, man. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. So it was kind of like definitely the, I would say, probably the most like, uh, you know, traumatic thing that happened to me in my life. Um, and I really didn't want to like, I didn't want to make my mom or the rest of my family um, have mm. to worry about me. So I feel like listening, uh, you know, like when I got into rap and hip hop and shit, like I would just zone out. I'd put my headphones on. I remember like going to the uh, the bus stop and just, I wouldn't even take them shits off. I'd just be zoning <laughs> out, listening to the albums. I'd remember all the lyrics to the point where I was in the back of the school bus rapping like all the shit and people would just be like, damn, you know, you're dope. You're good. Like you're, right. you're tight, whatever, whatever. And then that eventually grew into like me downloading some beats and like, you know, writing, writing rap. That's like how I started. I was mm. angry as fuck. Like I was so angry. I just was like, why is this shit happening to me? You know? And yeah. it was a lot that changed. I had to like leave the school I was at. I had to move. My mom ended up remarrying and I fucked with my stepdad heavy, but it was just so much going on at the right. time that it was like, man. So like hip hop, as corny as it is, I really feel like it did save my life because I could have done some stupid shit, mm -hmm. you know, as a, as a, as an adolescent, I could have gotten into the wrong groups, but like listening to rap you know with the way that the aggression and the attitude was mm. even if they're talking about shit that i've never done i never kill nobody i never put a right. gun on nobody but like listening to that aggression and listening to that just really helped me i think get through like those those first few years and then later on it, it just became a passion like i i, I love music so much i love the feeling like i got from it and then i love the feeling when i was whether it's showing somebody some raps or whatever later on i got into production like people would always just be like, man, you're dope, you're dope. I, I fuck with it, I like it, you know what I mean? So it just kind of grew from there. Oh, awesome, awesome. So just to segue a little bit to a, a, a less serious uh, topic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <My bad. laughs> no, it's all good. It's perfect because your fans and everyone listening gets to learn a lot more about Stan Sonano if they didn't know before. So definitely we're learning about you right now. But you're <laughs> like the underground king of uh, SoundCloud. How do you think that happened for you? And uh, what do you think that you do that stands out amongst the SoundCloud listeners? Because you're rocking it right now on SoundCloud. Oh, man. No, I, thank you so much. I don't even No, I wouldn't call myself that. I appreciate you. But <laughs> I think for me, it's just like, um, you know, I was able to I have a really good team. Mm -hmm. I, I think my team, I'd be nowhere without my team. And, um, you know, I have a little distribution deal with Empire and they've been mm. fucking with me from day one. So Shout out Empire. everybody, yeah, everybody like from a collective effort, um, you know, like my first my first project, I was working on it for a couple of years. So mm. we had a lot of time to like prep and everything like that. So, um, you know, and then after the, the project, I just had to kind of look back at like the sound and figure mm. out what was working, what could have been what could be improved and, and really get feedback from people. So like the SoundCloud has been a blessing. Like, you know, I've gotten a couple um, good looks with like, you know, the homie Wiz reposting some of my mm. stuff and just like, you know what I mean? Like that that really helps when you get people right. in the industry that's already, you it's know, fine, ten, yeah. yeah, 10 years in the league, like showing love. That's the big homie. Um, he's like, man, that dude works so hard. Like, he's a huge inspiration of mine because I've I seen how he works. Even now, even at this stage of his career, he works so hard for everything. A lot of times, he'd be editing his own videos and shit. So, Damn. like, I guess to when you ask, like, what made me stand out, I, I would say that. Like, my work ethic, like, just consistency, you know, and, right. like, knowing knowing, knowing what to drop, when to drop it. And, right. and uh, I still feel like there's so much left to do. There's, like, a long way to go. And there's obviously a huge like I have a lot of goals you know what I mean right. I have a lot of stuff that I want to accomplish but I really 
I'm starting to like feel the small wins adding up. And part of that is definitely SoundCloud and just um, Instagram and like right. everybody like showing me love and like I could see the growth right now. So it's, it's super awesome to just like, like, I don't know, take myself out, out of it. Sometimes I, I be thinking too much about everything, yeah. but when I take myself out of it and I look, I look at what's happening. I look at where I was a year ago and shit. It's just like, damn, like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this. Like I'm actually doing it, you know? Absolutely. And it's always great to see the growth when you look back at even a month or two, you could see some growth for sure. Man, I'm saying, yeah, it's crazy. I'm, 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 I'm very thankful, and you know, I look forward to, um, to just delivering more to the people. Absolutely. So you talked a little bit about sound. What I really want to get into is there is a clear progression of your sound. Is it like a kind of like a sound? sound change a shift yeah. if you know so to speak from your infatuated uh project now to Demolo and uh impress me and change my mind like it's almost mm -hmm. completely different you're going in a, <laughs> a new direction so what made you change that shift what made it like, let me rephrase that what made that shift happen word no that's a dope ass question um so i mean i kind of touched on it earlier like mm. the first project i was working on I was working on it for a long time, for a few years. Like, right. I started it in 2015, oh, I think. Wow, yeah. Or maybe even late 2014. Like, I remember Party Next Door was new when I started working on my project. So, yeah. like, it, it just feels like a while ago. And I guess to, to fast forward to, like, when I dropped my first single, um, Rewind, in November of 2016, and then the project came out mm. a year ago in March, um, it was just a little bit... It was just a little bit outdated. I guess that's the best mm -hmm. way I could say it. And a lot of times I feel like that happens to, to a lot of us artists because we, you know, politics, releases, right, right. you know what I mean? So for me, it was just important to be like, yo, let me just get this out because I've been working on this for a long time. Um, this is definitely a vibe. I feel like you could play it, you know, from start to finish and, and really catch a vibe. And um, so I wanted to get it out there, but I had already started working on new music. Like last year, this time, I don't know if you saw, I had just posted on my IG, but like impressed me and changed my right. mind. I made literally like a year ago, like probably like, like February like 20th, like legit. Like, oh, so you're ahead of the game then. <laughs> yeah. So like I was, I was, I was in this shit last year, really just being like, okay, cool. Like I knew this album was going to drop. I, I had a feeling that people would like it, but I knew it was going to be like, y'all want to see more. I want to see right. more like you know like more versatility so right. after i dropped the project everybody was um you know all the feedback that everybody was giving me i'm one of those people that really just like i try to take all the criticism negative positive mm -hmm. I, I, and i try to think about it and see like okay what should i do you know what i mean was was it valuable was it not valuable um and a lot of the feedback the collective feedback was like yo the album is dope but it's 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 kind of moody like you got to be in the mood to really get into it and i was like Man. no i feel that and a lot of my homies, especially the guy, like my guy friends, were like, yo, man, we want to hear some bangers, G. Like, we want to hear you go do some bangers. So, like, I was like, okay. And I hadn't really thought about it before because mm -hmm. I was always on some, like, let me just sing and, like, try to give my perspective on different points of love and relationships. Yeah, or whatever. that's what, okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, the whole time. I was like, this album, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. I like Infatuated because it was, like, real R&B to me. Thank it was, like, you. it Thank was a you. real vibe. So, but then when you switched up, I was like, oh, he, there's a difference here. <laughs> but yeah, I so like I the difference. To, yeah, no, for sure. Thank you so much. And that's, like, the best thing about what I'm doing right now. I've made so much music over the past year that I'm mm -hmm. about to basically pursue both lanes. Like, I'm about right. to put out another project um, to follow up Infatuated, but it's a mixture. So, mm -hmm. sonically, it has more up-tempo and it has more of today's vibe. Mm -hmm. But lyrically and melody-wise, it's giving you the R&B Infatuated, like, 
uh, wave that, that right. you got for me. So my goal right now is to really just like keep feeding the people, the, the, the singles, like the bangers, like mm. the shit that you could instantly, you hear it in the first 10, 15, 20 seconds and right. hopefully you vibe. You don't even got to really li- like listen to the words clearly. <laughs> you, just, you catch a vibe, boom, it's there. But, but I really do want to continue like... Man, I have a lot of, I have so much music, so I really just hope that I'm able to just put put out a lot of music and show people just the the, the different um, the different lanes. I also mm. be doing some pop shit. I don't know if that's ever gonna come out, but I'm, I pride myself on being versatile. Like right. people have no idea what's what's to come. So um, it's not like I gave that whole R&B lane up. It's just mm. that I wanted to I wanted to be able to say, hey, you could put my songs in in the mix with Quavo and mm. Travis and Drake and Kendrick and everybody else. You know what I mean, and that shit you you won't miss a beat with it. So that's kind of like where the uh, the the thought process was behind releasing all the new stuff. That's dope, I, and I love and I love the fact that you just keep making sure to touch on the versatility. A lot of people doubt these days are not versatile, so if you Thank know what you. I mean. So it's it's kind of crazy. People kind of forget that. Even like I'll say like Bieber, for example, he's a pop artist, but when he released Journals, you got a whole different Man, side of Bieber. I love that album. That one was like a silent killer And I don't think most people really like heard it like that But it was an amazing, amazing album that he put out And it was just like I see, 100% And a lot of it too, I I just saw like him working with different producers Him opening stuff up more to like a different avenue As opposed to sticking to a a cookie cutter sound Exactly You know, for me like being a producer And and I, I record myself most of the time And Obviously, I write my shit. It's just like mm. I have all the tools over the over the course of like my entire career from like high school to now. Just like really, really digging into the craft. Like I'm just now starting to feel like okay, the sound is there. Now I just gotta fine tune everything. You know, definitely, and that's that's the best thing, and that's key right there. But just to Hell talk yeah. a little bit about uh, change my mind and the impress me video. You did like some Marvel type type stuff right in there. It was like I was like I've seen the ending of Impress Me happen, and then all of a sudden I was like, boom! I was like, oh shoot! You gotta stay for the end credits <laughs> to catch hey, what's going on. What made you do that? Uh, I just wanted to do something different. Like I put out a few videos already, and you know nowadays everybody's attention span is like yeah. A so I was like, okay, I can make this video just one song, but I was like, I know by the time it gets to the second verse, people are gonna be tuned out. So I was like, let me see if I could. And it's funny because when I showed people the video, I would watch how like right, like literally right before the switch up, maybe eight or nine seconds, I would watch people kind of start checking their phone or tuning out. And I'd be like, yo, 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 pay attention real quick. And then everybody was like, yo, what? Like, I didn't expect that. So I was like, I made the right. Hell yeah. No, I appreciate it. I feel like I made the right decision to do that because... You know, A, it's different. B, right. it's showcasing like a different track. And I wanted to put out, I wanted to do like a double release for a minute, but I just didn't know how I was going to do it. So it was cool to be able to drop the video and the new record. Um, and I mean, shit, Marvel movie <laughs> type ending is crazy. I never even think about that. But like, that's super dope that you say that. So I'm, I mean, I'm going to keep pushing like, you know, I don't know, keep pushing the boundaries. Yeah. I know it's not anything super crazy. Like, for example, like what Drake just did with God's plan. Right. Like, that shit is amazing like yeah it inspired me a lot for yeah, sure yeah like it's it's a reason why he said it's the most important thing he ever did in his career and that man inspires me a lot too just because like he always pushes himself to do some whole other shit like right musically sonically like uh he'd be hosting the SBs. like he just he can do it all so yeah you know what i mean like um i kind of just look at it like that i'm gonna just continue to try to um create like 
you know, keep trying to do art, but keep it commercial, but obviously in a way where it's still creative, like, if that makes sense. No, and I love it. I love the answers, and I feel like you're one of the artists that I have interviewed that has bigger goals than just making music. You're definitely wanting to affect everybody in some Thank way, you. somehow, so it's really appreciated, and it's very refreshing. So just uh, real quick before we wrap up everything, a couple more questions. Uh, so you're an independent artist. How is that a benefit to you right now versus, you know, going major or, you know? Yeah. Um, man, I mean, it's been a really it's been a really cool journey so far. Um, I've had to learn a lot and I'm still learning a lot, you know, and I feel like right now we're in a time where being independent is no longer like frowned upon. So if right. you could do it, if you could do it independent and you could actually move weight you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah everybody else will be like oh shit like in a way they can do obviously it. i'm from yeah like i'm from chicago so of course everybody always talks about chance and right. we all know about how that he wasn't 100 percent independent but like being from chicago like that dude was doing open mics all the time wow uh, he was collaborating with everybody like if you look at old ass pictures right. you'll see you'll see a lot of famous people in those pictures but at the time they weren't famous they were just other people in the city that are now famous you know whether it's yeah. like Saba or Lucky or right. G Herbo whoever like he was just really good at being able to do that and so I'm kind of trying to do the same thing um, and just build like um, build from the independent route because I don't want to like again I feel not to try to sound whatever but like I feel like I know my value you know what yeah I, mean? I was so, gonna say that too about him I'm not yeah like you see these articles where some of these cats you know sign deals and it's I'm not nah I'm not doing that like it's like a super know. duper 360 deal that they'll never yeah. get out of. <laughs> yeah, and then like I've, I've had my I've had my fair share of experience being on the other end as like a producer and watching mm -hmm. like working with uh, my artists and like seeing whether it was like an indie label deal or just like whatever, whatever. I've seen how that shit goes down and man, it'll suck the soul out of you. Mm -hmm. So um, for me right now, I think the most important thing I already touched on it earlier, like really just staying consistent, getting right. this music out, really building the fan base, how I've been doing it. Cause I feel like it's working. Um, and then I think when the time is right, you know, like I, I feel, I believe in my heart that I don't know what song is going to be, but I feel like one song is going to, is going to do, do its thing. And right. there's going to be a turning point. And I feel like whenever that happens, I'm going to go crazy and just hey. make sure. You know what I mean? Like, whatever the situation is, I'm going to take advantage of it, whether it's a label deal, whether it's something else. Um, but I definitely want to do it on a bigger scale. I mean, you can only do it independent for so long. Exactly. Um, and I'm not trying to make, I'm not trying to be independent for the next five, ten years. Type <laughs> shit. Like, I need to have this be a, a fast build. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I hope, you know, this time next year, hopefully, yeah, hopefully there's more support behind me. Hopefully, because, you know, once they put that machine behind you, it's mm -hmm. over. Exactly. Over. <laughs> it's all about resources and capital. So I think you, you're going to get there just fine on your own. But once you get that extra, just push like a slingshot and just you'll be good. But any shows yeah, or tours so coming much. up? Of course. Any shows or tours coming up for your fans out there that's listening right now? Yeah, I'm working on um, I'm working on putting some stuff together for like the spring and summertime. Uh, I'm going to be back out in L.A. Uh, working with my management on just getting some of that, some of that, uh, some of the details um set up but yeah absolutely uh right now like i said as far as like what's on the table for me a couple more singles that i'm gonna uh try to drop before like spring gets heavy into effect and then by the time the summer comes you know what i'm saying the ep and then definitely just full 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 effect like shows and just start i'm, I'm i really want to just try to start popping up everywhere i can like i fuck with chicago obviously but i want to try to get out to 
um, as many places as I, as I can and see more people. Absolutely. So here's my favorite part of the show. I feel like you dropped a couple of facts already, just like some explosives right in the beginning of the interview. But whatever you got that they don't know right now, five fast facts about Stan Sano. So what you got for us today? All right, five uh, five fast facts about Stan Sono. I would say, okay, fact number one, my favorite movie is Coming to America. Oh, hey. hilarious. I peeped uh, the, you, you know in your Impress Me video, did you have a touch of that in there in your wardrobe? I felt like you had an old school touch to it, like with the chain. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. Um, and then, well, let's see, uh, number two, um, uh, my favorite fruit is like watermelon. Oh, awesome. Uh, Hydration. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Number three. Um, damn. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. <clears throat> well, I have. I, I mentioned this earlier. I have an older sister. She's seven years older than me. Yeah. And um, I have a niece and nephew, and they're both like teenage in their teenage years, and they look up to me and shit. So I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Trying yeah. to do this for for them as well. Awesome family uh, guy. Yeah, definitely family guy. Uh, let's see. Number four. Um. Shit, I mean, I've been making music for over 10 years, so... You've been doing, yeah. You ain't new to the block. I'm not new to the block, yeah. So I'll just put that out there, because I know, you know... A lot of people think that, yeah. Yeah, but I've been been doing this for a long time. And then, what, I got one more? One more, one more. We almost there. One more. Um... Damn. Um, well, I've been in a lot of I've been in a lot of relationships. It's hard for me to stay single. <laughs> so, I would say that's probably why I chose the R&B lane. So oh, I feel like I got knowledge and I could drop gems and, and help people like not fuck up their relationship. Exactly. All right, Stan. <laughs> thank you for joining us today. It is well appreciated. I'm so happy we so got much. to know you and got a different appreciation for you and what you're doing. Much success. You are on your way. So don't thank forget this interview so because we're gonna talk about this later on. We'll pull it up like Chance the Rapper. You like if you look back at that, this and this. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank you. I can't. Pre- I can't thank you enough. Like I said, it's, it's really important. For for me to like you know just try to give as much content and give as much knowledge out there for the fans so i really appreciate it and um yeah man everybody can follow me at stan sono on instagram on twitter um keep up Sound with me on out and spotify more shit is on the way so all right thank you so much for joining us hell yeah thank you appreciate you